Hello, hello. Welcome to the Spirit Biz Podcast, episode eight. How's it going, girl? It is going well. How are you? I'm so excited to sit down with you today. You are just someone that I've like been waiting to talk to you for the longest time. Um, in let's talk about, you know, before I give it away, you know, I just have to introduce Katie Day to the podcast, powerhouse agent, total driver, um, a, a dog mom, a team leader, a friend, like scholar, what else? Like you, you are basically like, like genius, genius person. Tell us, you know, who you are, introduce yourself for the people that are listening that don't know. I mean, shit, after that uh, intro, I'm like, I have nothing to say about myself, but uh, my name is Katie Day. Um, I am a real estate agent down here in Houston, Texas. I run a small team um, of agents um, here in Houston um, and have been in real estate since about 2017 and just eating food, working out, hanging out, and yeah, excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come onto the podcast. Um, I'm very humbled, super, super grateful to sit down and have a conversation with you. And um, what are you drinking? What's in your cup? I've got coffee. It's just water. Nothing exciting. I'm uh, doing this (laughs) thing right now where I'm supposed to be like drinking, like, I don't know how many ounces, like half my body weight an ounce, but I just basically and continually drinking water all day long. So it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like a gallon a day, right? I think that the gallon a day might be actually like too much. Right. (laughs) But I don't know. I'm just like, I don't actually know what the, what the, it's like a challenge I'm doing for, for my gym. Uh, But I recently traveled out of town for like two different conferences for each week. And um, I definitely didn't follow all of the rules of like eating healthy and like not drinking and not eating dessert, like drinking water. I did like all of the opposite of what you're supposed to do. So I'm just trying to get back on track right now. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And I'm sure you will because you're a total badass in the gym. Let's talk about that. I mean, that's something you and I have in common. I've worked out like five days a week, almost my whole life. And on the days that I don't work out, I feel so antsy and I like feel it in my body. So how, you know, how did you get into working out? What's your routine look like? Yeah. So, um, growing up, like I always played sports and, you know, stuff like that. So that was definitely, you know, in my younger years now looking back on that when I was young um definitely did that frequently right and then through college did like the running thing and worked out and played like intramural and club sports and things um but then like getting in the professional world I never really found my groove of working out I always like went to the gym but I would like run on a treadmill at the gym you know I never really had like uh, much direction there um and then in like 2013 kind of got into like group fitness and um you know doing the kind of boot camp style and, and more weight training style workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been doing that now for um, since 2013, whatever, how many years that is. Um, yeah. For a while, owned a gym and like did that, but then like what? the amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we owned a gym for a little while, but like the amount of time uh, that was put into that was so significant. And at the time we were kind of, our real estate career was starting, both my, mine and my husband's real estate careers were starting to take off. Yeah. So we just needed like more time back on our schedule and had to cut out, you know, the, the gym. Okay. So 
that's so interesting. I didn't know that you actually owned a gym. So you were like in it, in it. Well, and what sucks about that is like when I owned a gym, I probably worked out less than I work out now, right? Because it's like we were there like two to three, four hours a day coaching and like leading classes. But like the type of workouts we were doing were like weightlifting and like, you know, different things. So like you weren't working out with a class, right? So like um, now I work out every morning at 5 a.m. I've got my Peloton over here in the corner. I'll ride that like a couple days a week, Um, you know, do like the boot camps and like yoga and meditation and stretching and like way better fitness now than I was when I like owned a gym and you would think like oh you own a gym you must be like super shredded and like no I wasn't so well you're super shredded now and you look good so you're doing something right I mean I don't really care about the past I care about the present and you look good now so Um, thanks girl thanks let's talk about you know I hear you came from the fitness world and that's what you were like passionate about but how did you stumble into and you're fairly new I mean 2017 you it, you know, that's, that's not too long ago. So how did you get into real estate? Yeah. So out of college, um, I went to school in Florida. I've got a management degree. Cause like, you know, I'm going to school. I don't really know what I want to be when I grow up. So I was like, management seems like a good, you know, easy thing to do. You know, I'd like to manage things or people or something. So right. did that. Um, and coming out of college, I was like interviewing at a lot of different jobs. Jobs, um, like, you know, office manager, paralegal, like law assistant, like just lots of different stuff. And it all seemed really boring. I'm like, I don't really want to sit in an office and sell insurance or like process paperwork and get people coffee. Like that seems like it kind of sucks. So I found a company that um, was a property management company. And they basically were like, hey, you come in, you're basically like a leasing agent at an apartment community. And then like, once you like go through this training program, you can become a manager. And then like, will pay you what I thought was lots of money, right? I'm like, that sounds amazing. So I did that, got into property management, got into management of property management, had way too much responsibility at a very young age, uh, but learned a ton, learned a lot about sales, learned a lot about, you know, just kind of the, the sales process and talking to people and qualifying and, and, you know, showing people homes and apartments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so did that until about 2016. And then, um, realized I was working really hard for other people and wanted to try something on my own and, you know, had been kind of in the industry ish for a while. And I was like, you know, like, I think this could be a good opportunity to like get my real estate license and like finally try this for myself. Like if they can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So got my license and did it part-time 2016 and then went full-time in 2017. Okay. And what company are you, or what, are you still with the company that you originally joined? Um, As far as real estate goes? Yeah. No, so I was I was with Cobol Banker um, for almost you know 2017 until uh, this past summer, and then in oh, that's right. uh, this summer uh, we moved over to a, a brokerage called Real. Okay, and what is Real for the people that don't know? Kind of is it like a side brokerage or is it like a what is it? Uh, closer to like an EXP than a side. Um, as far as like setup and all that. So, you know, uh, no local offices, you know, tech driven kind of cloud-based, um, you know, brokerage. So really good. I think for agents that have been in for a little while, you know, that don't need that physical office to go to. Um, but a lot of the, the agents and teams and, uh, you know, former brokerages that have moved over to the, to the, uh, this broker now, you know, have their own office spaces or doing the co-work space thing or like have, you know, some local stuff going on as well. So mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And I know that you manage a team. Is that right? For 
move me to Texas. That's the name of yep. your team. I see it on your shirt. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I love your branding. I think it's so dope. Thank you. So talk to us a little bit about that. How did you get into, you know, you went into real estate for yourself 2017 and then how did you get into managing a team and, and how's that kind of evolved for you? Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, got into real estate in 2017, um, full-time my husband did as well. And he was kind of doing it part-time. Um, he went full-time in and quit his job and like went full-time in June of summer, June of 2017. So like we both kind of did the real estate thing. We were doing it on our own. And I know like you did it on your own for a while as well. And it's like, you know, it's great, but like, especially like spouses, like we both had all of our own clients. We both were working like crazy. And it was one of those things that we were like, geez, if we're like trying to like go on vacations or like have a family, hang out with our friends or do anything like the path that we're on isn't sustainable. And like, we knew that, but it was like, you know, in real estate, like the harder you work generally, the more money you make. So we're like, man, like if we're working until 10 PM every night. We're like bringing in the dough. And like, <laughs> so that was cool. But then we were like, okay, like what we're doing is not sustainable. So we need to figure something else out. Um, in yeah. 2018, I participated in like a leadership program and part of the leadership program was like this business coach came in and like kind of shed light on like how you could start a team and better leverage your time by having other people in other positions. Right. And like, then suddenly like you have Tom more Barry time coach or like a Brian Buffini. Um, it was, yeah. So it was a uh, workman, Burl workman with workman success systems. And like, all they really do is teams. So like, that was kind of his like thing was like, Hey, like this is the world that you could live. But like, instead you guys are like chasing after every deal and like, you know, have no time because like you have to do every single thing and you're every single thing for every single person. Right. Um, so I came home from this and I was like super fired up. And like, I know, you know, this, like when you come home from a conference and you come home to like a spouse or a team member or whatever, and you're like, dude, this is what we're going to do. And you're just like <laughs> so fired up. And they're like, I'm sorry. Like, how was your day? Like, take a breath, eat a meal. Like, give me a hug. Give me a high five. Like whoever it may be. Oh my so God. Of course I come it. home. I come home to my spouse, like my, Ryan. And I'm like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start a team. We're going to hire this coach. It's only a grand a month. No big deal. And he's just like, who are you? Like, hello, <laughs> welcome home. Give me a hug. Like, let's, you know, whatever. And so I was so fired up. So amped, so amped. Um, so we like hired this coaching program. We like started a team and we we really didn't start a team. We were like, we're going to start a team. So, um, yeah, I mean, basically like we got our business coach that like, you need to hire an admin, get your systems down. And then like, as you get more organized, like you don't need to be like fully organized, but as you get organized, like then start hiring agents and like, you know, you have enough business to do that and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, cool. But I also just talked to this chick in my office that's like helping us out a lot. And she's going to join our team as a buyer's agent. And my coach was just like, you're not doing that right. So went uh, through a lot of different iterations and admin and, and all the things, but um, like started it. Engineering it. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> business coach with like 20 plus years of experience. She's like, this is how it should be done. I'm like, no, no, I know better. Like I've never had a team, but I know better. So <laughs> um, learned a lot in 2019, um, did, hired a lot, people quit, people, you know, we found opportunities elsewhere, you know, and things like that. And and learned a lot as to like who, what the right people are for the right positions, all that 2020, then we like grew with like the right people in the right positions. And that's kind of been 2020. And, and then this year as well in 2021, that's been kind of our focus is like putting the right people in the right positions, growing, you know, in a sustainable fashion and, you know, just continuing to, to 
grow the team. So what do you think your biggest obstacle has been in this journey and how did you overcome it? Um, I mean, it's always changing, right? I think that the hardest thing is finding the right people. So whether that's like an admin team or whether that's sales, you know, sales partners, you know, buyers, agents, or listing partners or whatever they may be, um, finding the right people. Like, I think that, um, especially in the beginning, I wasn't confident enough that I had value to add, right? Like, I'm just like, well, I'm still figuring things out. And I mean, clearly we all are still figuring things out, but like, I'm, I'm just figuring things out now. Like how, how could I recruit someone that's a, a top producer? How could I recruit someone like, you know, I, I, I had no yeah. like, way in my mind to articulate like how I could help you, you know, grow your business. Right. And now I could sit down if with you're you. like bigger producer than you. You're like, well, how am I going to do that? You yeah. know? Yeah. 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 Um, and then like, so now it's like, I, I feel very comfortable like sitting down and being like, okay, where's your business at? Where do you want it to be? What does that look like? You know, what, where are there holes in your business? And then being like, okay, well, based on that, this is where we could help. Right. And like, there's been lots of, you know, iterations of that and lots of, you know, uh, growth and change in that. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that the, the people has been the biggest thing. Um, and, um, yeah, it just in all positions, in all ways, I think, you know, adding people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know. I totally understand that. I mean, coming from a solo agent for seven years and then going into a team model for the first time ever, I was obviously very stubborn (laughs) and, um, thought I could do it all on my own. And it, it got, I mean, I got busy and that was great, but it was lonely. You know, I kind of wanted that feeling of, of a family and like people supporting each other and being able to collaborate. And I, I mean, never would have thought in a million freaking years that I would ever join one of the fastest growing teams in the entire Bay area team fast. Uh, Shout out to Kenny Trong, you know, our founder, (laughs) and I know you're good friends with Kenny too. Um, And, you know, it's just kind of been one of those things where it's like, you know, being on a team and doing it together is better than doing it alone. So um, it, it's been really eventful to watch this team grow from like, I was number 16 on the team to now we're at 190 agents or something like that. So yeah. today, tomorrow it'll be like 300, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, Kenny's on a recruiting call right now as we speak. Um, yeah. So, so um Let's kind of talk about, you know, like the fact that you're based in Texas. Um, are you able to um, conduct business all over Texas? Are you kind of limited to the Houston area? Can you do business out of state? You know, how, what does that look like? Yeah, for sure. So like um, the, like my license is from like the Texas Real Estate Commission, right? Like similar to like y'all's board or whatever in California. So like I can legally do real estate in all of Texas, right? Um, we have um, big ass state. <laughs> it's a very large state. So, and that's, so, like, yes, legally, I am capable of doing business in all of Texas, but it's a huge state. Um, and like, our real estate commission has like, uh, you know, boring whatever like competency requirements and things like that. So, like, we we do real estate in Houston. Um, our team operates in about an hour radius from like downtown, which is still a really big market area. Like there are people that are like, I don't leave my zip code, you know, like, 
Um, but as we've grown, we've hired people in different suburbs, you know, and in different areas so that um, we, um, you know, have that coverage. You know, so we've got people in the north, we've got people in the northwest, we've got people in the southwest, like, so we've, you know, and are going to continue to try to hire people, you know, so that we're able to better service, you know, different areas. Um, so yeah, Houston for now, who knows what the future holds, but like, Houston's, mm -hmm. Houston's my, uh, my area for now. Yeah, and I love it. And would you say that you guys kind of have like a market niche or what is your unique value proposition? Like what I know that y'all are like, working out and you guys are like big on video and you guys are big on, um, you know, like health and stuff like that. But like, do you have a, do you do new construction? Do you do first time home buyers or do you work with more luxury or do you work with just all walks of life? Because you know, that's what you do. Yeah. I mean, so, um, all of the things you just named, we pretty much do. Right. So like, I mean, we focus on residential, um, you know, we do a little bit of commercial, but we do refer some out, um, but yeah, I mean, as far as kind of the residential, you know, we work with buyers and sellers, first time home buyers, you know, all price points. Like I think uh, last year we sold like between 50 grand and 1.8 million was mm -hmm. like, you know, the, wow. the spread. Right. So, um, we do a lot in kind of like the first time home buyer, like, and here, like not compared to the Bay area, but here, like, you know, 250 to, to 400 ish is like kind of the, the main chunk and then some lower, some higher, um, as well. Okay, cool. And I know that you, you have your own, um, you wake up at 5am and then you do your, is it only on Mondays when you get on the call at 5am or is that every day of the week or like walk me through that? Cause I might want to join. Yeah. So, um, what, yeah. So yeah, I wake up and I work out at 5am every day, almost every day. Some days I sleep in, but um, the call that I have is on clubhouse and it's basically at 6.05 mountain time. Um, mm -hmm. Cause basically like, and in the real estate world, I mean, you may have heard of them or not. There's like a lot of 5am calls and 5am clubs. So like there's an East coast one, there's a California one, there's a central time zone one, like, and it's just like, you know, small groups of people that get together and it gets bigger and bigger, right? So like one of my friends who was one of the leaders of the 5 a.m. call actually moved to Park City mm -hmm. and she was like, all right, I want to do 5 a.m. Park City. So like we did it and like no one joined, right? Like it was like, cause it was an, it's an awkward time zone and it's like small and whatever, but like no one really joined. So I was like, you know, and for me that's 6 a.m. So I was like, this is great. So um we were doing it for a while, but it like did never really picked up a ton of traction. Like we were getting mainly East Coast people that are like, oh sweet, like I guess that'd be 7 a.m. their time at 5 a.m. You know, whatever. I'm, math is hard. Time zones are hard. But you know, <laughs> so we were like, okay, so we eventually ended up changing it to 605 mountain time, which is 705 uh central time, 805 Eastern, and then that'd be two hours, four, four or five, five oh five your time, five oh five, you know, California time, Pacific right. time. Right. Um, so it's just like a five minute kind of motivational or, you know, some sort of like, you know, motivational talk. And then since it's on clubhouse, there's like a little back and forth after something like comments, thoughts, you know, ideas. Um, I normally try to have like some sort of question of like, okay, I'm going to challenge you to, you know, think about something more positively today with something that you're really excited to do, or like, you know, just something that's like, let's have some conversation. Mm -hmm. um then we have a little conversation and then everyone just goes on with their day so it's it's no more than 20 minutes but it's normally like five to ten minutes just quick you know motivational something okay um, yeah. yeah and it's on clubhouse 
Yeah. 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 So it's on clubhouse. Um, are you on yeah. clubhouse a lot, by the way, do you still go on there? Not a ton. So, you know, back in like December, 2020, January Q1, 2021, I was on a ton. We were like uh, me, you Connor, like a bunch of people. And then like, I don't know what happened. We even had that Slack channel clubhouse gems, uh, you know? And it's so, but it was like, because like, I mean, it was like one of those things where it was just like, everyone was on and whatever. So I think that like everyone's business picked back up, like after like kind of the holiday lull. Right. So like, I think everyone's business picked back up. And then like, as everything opened up more, like instead of like hopping on clubhouse to talk, like we were all going to, and have been going to conferences and masterminds and like meetings and things like that. So, um, I see some of the rooms, um, that we all were in a ton popping up on occasion, but it's not like the regular cadence of like every afternoon at 6 PM, we're going to be in this room, right? It's like twice a week. I see it. Um, there's a ton on the mornings though. Like if you ever hop on in the mornings, like, um, real estate all day and good morning real estate. And there's lots of ones that like do, you know, regular rooms that are like either accountability rooms or just like, let's like get on in the morning and like pump each other up a little bit. So there's still some good stuff on there, but, um, certainly not the amount of content and rooms that we saw like back, you know, first quarter of 2021. Well, it's interesting that you said that because I feel like as people started getting vaccinated and people started getting more comfortable with doing more in-person events, it kind of shifted back into that because people were craving yeah. kind of that human touch and being in the same room physically with one another and off Zoom. And, you know, it, it, it's interesting because I know you've been going to a lot of events lately. And I know that you said you've been traveling a lot lately. And um, I think you were at the Tom Ferry Summit in person in Dallas, weren't you? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So how's that been for you going back to kind of in-person events and traveling and like, are you in coaching right now? Yeah. 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 So, um, we've been in coaching, um, basically since when I signed up back with the other company and then we went to Tom Ferry in 2020, um, after, you know, we had gotten done two years with Workman. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, coaching the Tom Ferry organization has started to go back to in-person events. They did some like smaller stuff. Um, and now they've started to bring back the bigger events and, you know, all that. So, um, yeah, it's been cool. It's been, um, like the amount of energy is like very hard to describe, right? Like just cause it, it is like, we haven't seen a lot of people in person for like two years, right? If, if we've even met in person, that's what was funny too. Like spurring from clubhouse. Like I went to an event in Vegas mm-hmm. and an event in San Diego that Connor actually hosted. And like all of the people for the most part, like I had never met in person. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're going in and it's like from being on clubhouse for hours on end together, being on Instagram together, you're like, what's up? Like, it's not even like, Hey, it's really nice to meet you and whatever. It's like, it's so good to see you. And you're like, Holy shit. Yeah. We've actually never met before, you know? And it's um, weird. Cause like, I feel like I like no, I've known you for so long. Like when I have to think about if I've met someone in person, I'm like, oh shit, I haven't even hugged her before. Like I only know you on Instagram, which is so weird to me, but you're totally right. It's like a, they're probably going to call it like the COVID phenomenon or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. 10 years from now or not even five years from now, we're going to be like, do you even remember when we didn't, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, so I think that the energy that from these events has been really big. And that's, I had like the past two weeks, basically we had like the Tom Ferry event, we had a brokerage retreat and it was just like so cool to be in the room and like hanging out with people and 
you know, just masterminding, coming up with ideas, doing, doing different things. So let's talk about what's next for you. What do you have, like, what is your projection of where you want to grow your team or how you want to grow? Like, what, what are you interested in personally developing in for yourself right now? Like, what is your project? Yeah, uh, that is a great question. Uh, I ask myself that a lot. Um, <laughs> no, so right now we are a team of nine total agents. Uh, we want to be to anywhere between 10 to 15 by the end of the year, just to kind of round out the year. Um, and, you know, then as we continue to grow in in 2022 because that's next year 2022 um I like we're going into the holidays already it's kind of like weird yeah tell me about it um yeah so as we grow, go into next year like we'll continue to grow and evolve and grow the team I don't really have a ton of interest in like growing a team to the size of like Kenny right like <laughs> I I do want to to take myself out of production to where I can focus more on like big picture development um, other projects, other businesses and things like that. Like, so not necessarily in the weeds of the day-to-day, -day, like helping buyers and sellers, right. More so in like an advisory type role. Mm -hmm. Um, but the thought of having like, you know, a hundred agents or 200 agents or whatever, like that's very daunting to me and that may change, but like mm -hmm. right now that's definitely not something I'm interested in doing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'd like in pulling myself out of production, um, you know, some of the things that we want to focus on is like land development, you know, purchasing land and building, you know, homes for sale, homes for rent, um, hopefully building some like multifamily stuff. Um, we want to find land to build commercial space for us to office out of. So that's like a goal for next year. Mm -hmm. um, and then like bigger picture from that, like I want to do something that like, and not that, I think that selling homes is really important. And I think that we do do something that is really cool and like helping, especially people that like didn't think that they could purchase a home or whatever, but I want to do something that like has more impact. So like, I don't know what that is yet. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, as I continue to do all these other things, I'll figure out something that would have more impact, but I want to be able to do something that's like impactful on like my community and like, you know, I don't want to say the world, but like, you know, mm -hmm. on like the world around me. So we'll see what that is. Well, I mean, Number one, I think you're a beautiful speaker. I think that your energy is just so like charming and you're so easy and you're approachable, like you're easy to talk to. And I think that one of the ways that you'll impact and you have already had an impact, especially on me and the community around me, um, is that you are able to speak to all different types of people. And I think that you have a voice, you have this presence about you that when you speak, people just shut up and listen. And um, I'm loud. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I personally would love to see you on stage more. I would love to see you do like more speaking events because I feel like you've got just that like genius mind. Obviously you created this beautiful brand and like this community. And um, I've definitely have, had so much fun following you and learning from you. And like your marketing is relentless. You're like omnipresent girl. And so I think that that like just growing that would be really cool to see. And um, I really look forward to like being a part of your journey and watching you grow and seeing what's next for you because you're one of those people that's like always adapting, always wanting to grow. And I'm the same way. So it's like been really fun for me to just kind of like bounce ideas off of you and to like get to know you better the last couple of years. It's been really fun. 
yeah, I appreciate that. And I, the feeling is absolutely mutual. It's been really cool. And especially like with clubhouse too, like it was really cool, like getting to talk more, right. Um, yeah. than just like DMing and sending random, you know, stuff on Instagram. Um, so yeah, the feeling is totally mutual. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Katie. I'm definitely going to be, you know, watching you. And if we have any agents that are relocating or thinking of joining a team in the Houston, Texas area, hit up Katie Day. Move me to Texas is her Instagram handle. Um, And I look forward to talking to you more and, and just watching you grow. Sounds good. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care.